All right, we're halfway done with this ball game, and we finally got audio. Tim Altork, Adam Slay, Lon Hurst remotely working feverishly to get us up and running. So thank you to Lon for doing so. And I'll get you caught up on where we're at in this ball game. For those of you who have been watching without audio, thank you for doing that here on the iSchool Sports Network. And if you've been watching and following along, you know the score is four to nothing Southern Union. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. And the Bison have runners at second and third with one out. Caleb McGinnis, the number nine hitter in the order, is the man at the plate trying to add to this four to nothing lead for Southern Union. The Bison got two in the first, added two more in the fourth. They've had base runners in every inning. It's been a constant threat offensively for Southern Union in this game against Spartanburg Methodist. And that pitch is swung on and hit in the air to shallow left. Starks is out there. And he drops it. And two runs are going to score on the air. So McGinnis hits a routine pop fly out and left. Starks camped out underneath it and just flat out dropped it. So two more runs score. And it's six to nothing Southern Union. That's the third error in this inning. The first two were on the catcher, one on a bunt and one on a pickoff attempt by Goodson behind the plate. And that set up those two runners at second and third with two outs there. And that was Sire at the plate, excuse me. I, I lost my spot on the scorecard. That was Sire that hit the, the pop fly that would have been the third out and scored those two runs. So Sire's at first. Clayton Phillips at the plate, and Phillips has had a good day. Two for three so far. He's driven home two of the six Bison runs with a couple of singles, scored a run back in the first. This is the first game of the Southern Union Invitational Tournament. We'll be here all weekend with you here on iSchool Sports Network, barring any other technical difficulties. Southern Union playing Spartanburg Methodist here today. They play John A. Logan tomorrow in Chattahoochee Valley on Sunday, and we'll have all of those games right here live on iSchool Sports Network. Phillips almost hit him. It did hit him. Must have just brushed him because the ball ended up in the catcher's mitt. But Phillips didn't hesitate. The umpire didn't object. And Phillips trots down to first after being hit by a pitch. And that extends the inning. Sire down to second. And that'll bring up Casey Clark. Clark one for three. He's got a single back in the fourth. Swung on and hit off the end of the bat. That's going to trickle up the third baseline and stay fair. The only hope was that it would go foul. And Copeland let it roll, but it did not go foul. And it's an infield single for Clark. It went about 60 feet. <laughs> it just trickled up that third baseline. All Copeland could do, it really the smart play there, had just had to hope it would go foul. If he tried to pick it up, he probably wasn't going to throw Clark out. So 
So it's another base hit for Casey Clark. He's two for four. And the bases are loaded here with two outs in the fifth. And that'll bring up Jake Spivey, the designated hitter in this game. Swinging at the first pitch, fouled it back. Looks like it might have got a piece of the catcher there. As Goodson comes up a little gingerly. Nice name on the catcher there, Tater Goodson behind the plate. And the umpire, with a little professional courtesy, lets Tater shake it off a little bit. The other part of this, the other story of this game has been pitcher Logan Ross for Southern Union. And we'll let you little, know a little bit more about what he's done. After this pitch, it's low and away to Spivey. That'll even the count at one and one. Ross carried a perfect game into the fifth inning. He did give up a leadoff single in the fifth, but that was the, that's been the only hit so far for Spartanburg Methodist, the Pioneers. Check swing, called strike. So one and two now to Jake Spivey. Spivey had a single back in the first, walked in the third. He's been on twice. Also had a sacrifice fly RBI back in the fourth. So he's officially one for one with a run driven in. Takes up and away for ball two. Two balls, two strikes. To the Southern Union designated hitter. Bases loaded, two outs, two runs in. Here in the fifth for the Bison, they lead it six to nothing. And the pitcher Brooks steps off. Chandler Brooks is the second pitcher of the game for the Pioneers. Charles Shaw got the start and struggled through four innings, but was able to limit the damage to four runs. Pitch is called strike three on the outside corner to Spivey, and that brings us to the close of the fifth inning, but a good one for Southern Union. They take advantage of three errors and one hit, a walk and a hit batsman, and put two across. They leave the bases loaded, but we'll go to the sixth inning. Southern Union leading at six to nothing. Planning for retirement, Planning your children's for retirement, your children's education, or for the legacy, or for the legacy, you want to leave your family, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs, ask any questions, or set an appointment, or set an appointment, or reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-445-749. With the right shoes, with the right shoes, you can do it. Which shoes fit you in life? Step into a pair of nurses' shoes, or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in fields of academics, technical education. Visit SUSC.edu to enroll. You. Top of the sixth inning, Southern Union leading Spartanburg Methodist six to nothing. 
And Logan Ross back on the mound for the Bison. It's been a dynamic, outstanding start for Logan Ross, but nothing new in that department for him. He came into this game having pitched eight and a third innings and two starts and has still not allowed a run at all this season. And that first pitch is grounded back to Ross. He underhands over to Clark at first, and that's out number one in the sixth. Ross, after this season is complete, headed to Troy University to play at the D1 level. And he has displayed that kind of stuff, that kind of command, not only in this game, but in the season to this point. First pitch to the number nine hitter, Ewan Vasquez, was outside. It's 1-0. That one just missed as well, 2-0 to Vasquez. Just a second time up. For Vasquez, as I mentioned, look, Ross was perfect through four. He got the first 12 hitters out in order, gave up a leadoff single in the fifth, and then got immediately got a double play right after that. He did issue a walk in that inning, so there's been a couple of base runners for the Pioneers, but that's been it. And that's why it's the sixth inning, and the number nine hitter is just coming up for his second plate appearance. And we do, Tim, apologize uh, along the way for those uh, that were trying to uh, listen to the audio uh, as well. Uh, we got uh, everything uh, up and running right now. Thank you for hanging in there. And uh, we got over 120 viewers with us right now. So, And tell folks that we're trying to tune in that weren't able to listen while we were down, make sure you spread the word. We're up and running now. Swung on the 3-2 pitches, hit in the air to center field. Sire barely had to move, puts his arm up and makes the catch for out number two. And you're going to like this, Adam. That's the first ball in play that's left the infield against Logan Ross in this game. Well, what I was going to ask you was, uh, how did you like get paid for doing five innings of uh, <laughs> sitting here? Hey, this has been a really great ball. I mean, you, I was excited about seeing Logan Ross, having looked at his numbers coming in, as there's a called strike on the inside corner to leadoff hitter Sean Flannery. Flannery 0 for 2 with a couple of ground outs. But Ross has certainly lived up to his billing in this game. He's been fantastic. And whether we're talking and calling the game or not, that's fun to watch. It's it's been a it's been a real treat to see him do what he does so well. And he's got Flannery in an 0-2 count after the foul ball. Swung on and hit weakly to first. Clark's gonna field it. He's gonna have to feed Ross, who got over there in plenty of time. And another 1-2-3 inning for Logan Ross. So nothing doing for the Pioneers. We'll go to the bottom of the six. Southern Union still leading at six to nothing. Since 1892, the Randolph local news source. You can find it all in the Randolph News, community events, and of course high school sports. With the leader sent to your mailbox subscribe to our e-edition by calling 3-3-4-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com.
Husker Barna's end of season Husker clearance Barna's sale is on, season and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husker Barna is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations, pick up the latest innovations, and legendary bars and performance for less. Enjoy great savings, enjoy great inventory, expert advice, and superior service, and superior service that will keep your operating at peak performance. Hurry in, this sale is on for a limited time. At participating Husker Barna dealers, visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road, 8 or Meadows Farm Equipment.com. We'll go to the bottom of the six. Southern Union leading Spartanburg Methodist six to nothing. And it will be the five, six, seven spots in the order. Cole Zach, Austin Brewer, and Thomas Collins do up for the Bison here in the sixth. It's been a sloppy game defensively for the Pioneers. They've committed five errors in this game. Southern Union hasn't particularly taken advantage of it, but they've done just enough to stake themselves to that six to nothing lead. The Bison have left the bases loaded twice in this game and left a total of 10 runners on base. So six to nothing is good, but it could be a lot better for Southern Union. Zach takes low for ball one. Zach 0 for three in this one. He popped to the catcher, struck out, and flied out to left. Check swing, strike. To the right fielder for the Bison. Here's the pitch from Brooks. That one's low, bounces away from the catcher. And we want to remind you, if you're listening, and if you're on Twitter, swung on and hit hard to short, one hop, good play by Flannery. He gets to his feet, makes the throw, and gets Zach by a step. Good defensive play out at short by Sean Flannery. And that's out number one here in the sixth. If you're on Twitter, make sure you get on the ACCC, the Alabama Community College Conference page. And go vote for the Bison in the mascot challenge. Southern Union has won this mascot challenge for the Alabama Community College Conference the last two years. They want to do it again. So if you can log on, vote for the Bison. They're the number one seed in this competition. And all you have to do is go on Twitter, find the Alabama Community College Conference, and vote for Southern Union in the mascot challenge. Swung on and hit slowly up first as Brewer is at the plate. Brewer 0 for 2. He walked and came around to score back in the fifth. And it's a 1-1 count. <laughs> That's what I was looking over Adam's shoulder to make sure. Pitch is a breaking ball that dives off the plate away. Two and one now to Brewer. And the reason it, the scoreboard is up and running for the first time this season here at the Southern Union Baseball Stadium, but the sunshine on the scoreboard has made it difficult for us to see. Swing and a miss by Brewer. And I'm just chatting away and not paying attention to the count, but fortunately we have it right here on our broadcast, so it's two and two. 
and our scoreboard in the sun as well, Tim, that uh, we've got it along the video line. Uh, and it and it will fade out as we get later in the afternoon. But listen, you talk about the sun, that is a welcome sight after <laughs> the got, past seven days. You got that right. It's not a warm day, but a sunny day makes it feel a lot better. Swing and a miss by Brewer. He strikes out for out number two. And we've had a good strong wind blowing from left to right. And we've seen that affect some fly balls that have gotten out to the outfield. So something to keep in mind when that when the ball is hit in the air, that wind is brisk. In fact, you can see the sleeve of Brooks, the pitcher, sort of flapping in the wind a little bit as he was coming into his delivery. That pitch is low to Thomas Collins, the second baseman. Collins one for three, reached on an air and scored in the fifth. Had a base hit back in the first. Collins, sharp hit ball off the glove of Vasquez at second. And that's going to be a base hit. Almost a spectacular play defensively by Vasquez. Got a glove on it, but couldn't grab it. Diving backhanded toward the second base bag. Coming up the bat, number 42, Will Kelly. And Collins is two for four. Sharp hit ball. That was a – he got the good part of the bat on that one. So Collins is down at first with two outs. And Will Kelly, the left fielder, will hit. Kelly 0 for three. Looking for his first hit of the day. There goes the runner. Pitches up and in. The catcher can't handle it. And it's a stolen base for Collins. Good aggressive play with two outs. Get that runner in scoring position. Now a base hit can add to this 6 to nothing lead for Southern Union. Collins gets his lead at second. Pitch was up and in. It's a 1-0 count to Kelly. And here is the 1-0 swing and a miss on a breaking ball. It's 1-1. One and one. Uh, you can see if you're watching with us, that shadow has creeped across home plate. And the, just the last several feet of the ball's path from the pitcher is in that shadow. 1-1 one, one pitch instead. Brooks looks back to second. Collins gets back without a throw. Now we will get a 1-1. One, one. Here it is. Foul out of play on the right side. And that'll make the count one and two. But another busy day here on the campus at Southern Union. Got time. So it was slated for a uh, men's women's doubleheader basketball uh, tonight against Wallace Hansville. The uh, women's game has been uh, canceled or postponed. And uh, the men, instead of tipping off normally at 7.30, going to tip off at 7 o'clock. And that's tonight right here on the iSchool Sports Network. As I said, we'll have baseball for you all weekend right here from the Southern Union Invitational. Tomorrow afternoon at noon. And then Sunday at 3, pitch gets away, and that's going to let Collins go down to third. The pitch from Brooks sailed wide, and Goodson got the glove on it but couldn't. Couldn't grab that one. It got back to the backstop, and Collins is at third now with two outs. Oh, 
a good time for Kelly's first hit of the day right here. Swung on and he fought it off. That pitch was in on his fist. And had some movement with it. Looked like a breaking ball that was coming back towards the plate. Kelly did good just to get the bat on it. So that evens the count now, two and two. Swung on and fouled straight back. Bison got two in the first, two in the fourth, and two more in the fifth. Looking to add to it right here. Kelly smashes one right back through the box and into center field for a base hit. That pitch was out over the plate, and Kelly didn't miss it. And, a, and an RBI single for Southern Union makes it seven to nothing. Hit that one right back where it was thrown from. A two strike. RBI. And a good at bat by Kelly. He fouled off some pitches. Kept himself in the at bat until he got one he could handle, and he handled it indeed. That brings up number nine hitter Caleb McGinnis. Who takes low and away for ball one. Kelly gets his lead down at first. Still two outs in the inning. There he goes. Pitches a called strike. The throw down runs into Kelly. He uproots the base. The ball trickles away, so he is safe at second with a stolen base. And one thing I haven't mentioned yet, Adam, what we would have talked about if we had audio at the beginning of this game <laughs> is that this – what Logan Ross is doing is pretty special by itself, but also when you consider what this offense for the Pioneers has done in its first four games, they averaged over 12 runs per game in their first four games coming into this one. They have been shut out so far. And McGinnis strikes out. To end the inning, but not before the Bison add, add to their lead. They get a run on the Will Kelly RBI single, and we will go to the seventh inning. Southern Union leading at seven to nothing. No matter what your financial situation no matter is, what your planning financial for your financial situation future is, can seem daunting or even impossible. Can seem daunting or even for retirement, effectively planning for retirement education, or being a legacy requires experience in the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We're deeply rooted in the community and we're deeply rooted in the community and we'll work hard to ask any questions or to set an appointment. To ask any questions or to set an Top of the seventh, Southern Union leading at seven to nothing. And Ross back out there for his seventh inning of work. And just to kind of pick up where we left off at the break there, Adam, this is a, a Pioneers offense, as I said, averaging over 12 runs a game in its first four games. They came in with a record of three and one, and it's been all zeros across the board so far. And I brought that up to, to sort of address the offensive strategy on the other side for Southern Union. They were very aggressive on the base paths. It's late in the innings. You think, well, why are you stealing a base when you're up seven to nothing? 
but this is an offense that's capable. And so you certainly want to get as many runs as you can while you can against a team that has shown the ability to score as many runs as this team has despite the performance of Ross in this game. The philosophy is get them when you can. That's exactly right. Back to Ross off his glove. It's going to be a t tough play for Phillips. He has to eat it, and that's going to be a base hit off the bat of Jordan Starks. Infield single to lead off the seventh. Ross. And that may have been one of those, Tim, that if, if, if Ross was able to stay away from it, that Clayton could have cut it off up the middle. I think you're right. If, if, if he just left it alone, probably would have been a ground out. But your instinct takes over there, yeah. Adam. There's no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> you and, see that ball coming at you. you've been in that you. situation. Oh, yeah. You see yeah. that ball coming at you. you. And it's hard to time it up. He may have thought that ball was hit a little bit harder than it, than it actually was, and that affected the way he tried to field it. So runner at first, nobody out. And Kyrie Miller, the center fielder, is at the plate. He's 0 for 2 with a couple of strikeouts. And a one ball, no strike count. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball. Paints the outside corner. It's 1 and 1. And that's what Ross has done so well. He's lived on the edges of the plate. Nothing has been in the middle where these hitters can square it up. Swung on a ground ball in the hole. It's going to trickle through just past Phillips into left field. Boy, a couple of <laughs> tough luck, weak ground balls that have turned into base hits here, and it's runners at first and second with nobody out. And that was the old seeing eye grounder. Yeah, with McGinnis in on the grass at third. And Phillips squeezed up the middle looking for the double play. That was hit in just the perfect spot to get through into left field. This is really going to be the first time that Ross has had to deal with any sort of base runners on the, on the paths. See how he manages being in the stretch here. There is action in the Southern Union bullpen. And again, this goes back to our point. You get those runs while you can. You never know when a rally might surface for the opposition here in the late innings. I saw it the other night very well. It's softball. That's exactly right. High fly ball. Deep left field, but it's hooking and foul. Home run distance off the bat of Aaron Copeland, but a foul ball. Nice long strike there. Copeland, over, or excuse me, one for two. He did get the first base hit back in the fifth. He also struck out in the second. Six total strikeouts for Ross through the first six innings. And Copeland calls time. But, wow, what a beautiful afternoon it turned into be. And still thinking about those people from Texas through Tennessee and uh, up into Ohio. Bounces up there, gets away from Brewer, and the runners move up. Starks down to third, Miller to second, so it's two runners in scoring position now for the Pioneers with nobody out. And a 2-1 count to Copeland. Yeah. 
Pitches up and away. Three and one, and we'll see how long the leash is for Ross, depending on what happens with this batter. He's in the, he's behind in the count, three and one. Here is the three one pitch. That one just missed up and away as well. So the bases are loaded with nobody out. And some signs of motion in the dugout for Southern Union, but everybody's staying put for now. Gonna let Ross see if he can get out of his own mess. He faces Dosey Jonas, the designated hitter. Dosey struck out and grounded into a double play. 0 for 2. That would be nice right here. How about a ground ball? That pitch is out. And all of a sudden, Ross has struggled to find the strike zone. He's behind in the count 2 and 0. And that does get. Coach Aaron Everett out of the dugout to go talk to his ace starter. A slap on the shoulder. Some words for the infielders. And Ross is going to stay in there. They're just trying to calm him down. Let him catch his breath and sort of refocus here on the strike zone. The walk to Copeland was just the second walk of the ball game. And he's falling behind 2-0. To Jonas with the bases loaded and nobody out. Pitch stays up. Oh no, call strike. I thought that looked like it was in the same spot as those other ones, but it had the plate. And a little bit of a delayed call by home plate umpire as well. Ross got the call and it's two and one. Trying that spot again, but that one did stay outside. It's three and one. And he came into action today, eight and a third innings pitched and giving up no runs, as you and I were talking about while we were uh, getting the audio back on. And, and that's just impressive. Out of play. So that'll run the count full. And that's where you want to get a, ground, a, a one hopper right back to the pitcher. How about a one, two, three double play? That'd be great. But really with a 7-0 lead, any out is good right here. Swung on, shot right back to the backstop. It bounces off the brick wall and out onto the infield. So we'll get another 3-2 pitch. Second game coming up, uh, Chat Valley versus John A. Logan, scheduled to start at 4 o'clock. I would venture to tell you they'll be pretty close to being on time. Pitch is low and in. Ball four, and that'll bring home a run. First run of the game comes via a bases loaded walk to Dosey Jonas. Bases still loaded. Back-to-back -back walks for Ross. And that'll bring up the catcher, Tater Goodson. Goodson 0 for 1, struck out in the second, walked in the fifth. 
And I believe uh, somebody in his family is watching today, Tim. Uh, I saw a Bluffton, South Carolina tuned in. And this is going to be the end of the line for Logan Ross. And he delivered another ball in the first pitch to Goodson. And that's going to be all for Ross. But an outstanding start for the Southern Union ace. He gives up his first run of the season. But other than that, he's in good position to pick up his second win of the season. And we'll tell you who the new pitcher is when we come back. The Car Clinic, Main Street. The downtown, Car Clinic, Main Ruano. Street. Their downtown, motto, you pay Ruano. and we spray. Their motto, Open you pay seven and we spray. Open seven days a week. Nine a.m. until the last car is gone. Car is gone. Get your car, car truck, by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Ruano. Major ride, look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray. You pay and we spray from the Car Clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm hey Boys folks, Cafe. Let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Monday through Open Saturday, serving breakfast Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Barbecue, barbecue, chicken, barbecue, meatloaf, daily specials Monday through Friday. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Sides are all a dollar each. Cart sides are all a dollar each. Offering free delivery, two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, two or more orders. Don't forget the wings. Farm Boys Cafe, ten thirty-seven Main Street in Call in or text Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text order. Three five eight one. New pitcher for Southern Union is Sam Maynard, right-hander, side armor, taking his warm-up tosses right now. Maynard making his second appearance of the season. He's gone an inning and two-thirds. Allowed one hit, one earned run in that time. And zeros across the board in all the other categories for Maynard. He comes into a mess. It's a 7-1 lead for Southern Union. That's the good news out of Bob Jones High School. The bad news is his base is loaded, nobody out. And we, we jinxed the heck out of Logan Ross talking about how he hadn't given a up a run all season. He just walked home his first run of the season and that got him out of the game. Let's see if Maynard can clean up the mess. That's still special though. Oh, I mean. <laughs> That's special. You, you, yeah, you're talking about he came in with eight and a third. So he goes six innings in this one. So one run and 14 and a third innings. That's. That's, uh, you really just can't get much better than that. First pitch from Maynard, swung on and missed by Goodson. So that evens the count at one and one. Goodson took a ball from Ross before the pitching change. So Maynard has evened the count. Bison still back on the infield looking for a double play. Pitch is low and away to Goodson. In on the corners, back up the middle. And now Clark backs up behind the runner at first. The 2-1 pitch comes inside and misses the corner. It's 3-1. Make them hit it, boys. Let them put it in play. Comes a 3-1. He swung and missed at that one. Good pitch by Maynard to run the count full. Maynard with that sidearm delivery. That is always an adjustment for a hitter. To see that arm slot. 
in that different position. Here's the 3-2. Pitch swung on a foul straight back. He went up, tried to climb the ladder on him, but Goodson was able to get a piece of it. And we'll do another 3-2 pitch. Bison will take it out any way they can get it right here. 3-2, and that went behind the runner. It didn't hit, did it hit him? Or? I don't think it did. Yeah, I don't think so either. The umpire did not signal a dead ball, so that ball went behind him. Three straight walks, two of which have come with the bases loaded, and the merry-go-round continues as the second run comes across, and it's 7-2 Southern Union. And the right fielder, Jordan Young, will hit. Young went 0 for 2 with a strikeout against Ross. The situation has not changed. Base is loaded, nobody out. Pitch, low and away. It's Copeland at third, Jonas at second, Goodson at first now for the Pioneers. Swung on, grounded foul up the third baseline. That'll even the count at one and one. One ball, one strike to Jordan Young. Right fielder. Checked his swing at a pitch low and away, and that'll make it two and one. Something off speed, a little breaking pitch there from Maynard. Tried to get him to chase. But Young was able to hold up. Lady Bison down in Orange Beach won uh, game one today. I believe final was 13 to 11 over Coastal East. That pitch paints the outside corner. That'll even the count at two and two. Two-two pitch, swung on and missed, pulled the string on him. Young was out in front of it, and a big first out for the Bison here in the seventh. Went back to that breaking pitch. It's a slow sweeping breaking ball from Maynard, and Young was way out in front, and he goes down swinging. So one out, the base is still loaded for the first baseman, Hunter Pruitt. Pruitt hits one to second. They're going to go for two here. Phillips drops the ball. Everybody's safe. Phillips ready to lock and load, and ball dribbled out of his glove and hit the ground. So an error on Phillips. It was a good feed from Collins. Nothing wrong with the feed. I think Phillips just in too much of a hurry to make the transfer never had the ball in his glove. So another run comes home on the error. Copeland comes across, and it's 7-3. Jonas down to third. Goodson to second. And Pruitt now at first after the air. And I wouldn't really call that a double play ball. It was, it was not hit that hard. And so that was what caused Phillips probably to feel a little rush there. 
But you got to be sure of one in that situation, and that's going to be what Coach Everett surely will tell him when he gets back to the dugout, and he'll probably know it before he's told. That first pitch is fouled out of play. This is a pinch hitter for Vasquez, number 17. Miles Daniels at the plate. Okay, Tim, I'm going to back up and, uh, and punt here. Southern Union Lady Bison defeat Bishop State 9-1. to one. Okay. So what was that other score? Today is Friday, February the 19th. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so... With all of our technological confusion, we've, we've lost what day it is. I've got about ten things going on here at one time. And, and, the, and, I, and actually lost count of the count, too. And in the Yeah, in the, I was going to say, in the meantime, Daniels has got himself in an 0-2 count. One out, bases loaded, three runs in. The score is 7-3. Southern Union leads it top of the seventh inning. Two singles, three walks, and an error have led to this rally for the Pioneers. The pitch bounces in front. Brewer can't find it. It gets all the way to the backstop and another run's gonna score, it's seven to four. Jonas comes home. And all those runs, all four of those runs, charged to Logan Ross. But that'll close the book on him. And now it's runners second and third with one out and a one-two count to Pruitt. Pitch. Out of the zone, it's two and two. I'm sorry, I said Pruitt. That, Pruitt's down at second base. It's Daniels at the plate. Here is a 2-2 pitch to Daniels. He hits one softly in the air to right. Zach has a beat on it, makes the catch. The runner tags and is going to come home with run number five of the inning. And we've got a two-run ball game, folks. And I'm going to take you back to your comment a while ago. That's why you continue to score. That's exactly right. The good news is that's out number two in the inning, so one more, and the Bison can get out of this mess with the lead. They'll have to get the leadoff man, Sean Flannery, if they're going to do it. On the sacrifice fly by Daniels. Pruitt does move up to third, so now it's a runner at third with two outs. Swung on, fouled off at the plate by Flannery. It's 0-1. Flannery, the ninth man to hit in the inning. All right, Tim, and I am correct. They did defeat Coastal Alabama in the first game, and they've already defeated Bishop State by that 9-1 to score. And a grounder to first gets Southern Union finally out of the seventh inning as Flannery grounds out to Clark, who feeds the pitcher for the third out, but not before five runs come across. And we will go to the bottom of the seventh, Southern Union leading at 7-4. to 
to five. The grass is growing, and it's the best time. The grass is growing, and it's the best time from to get a new zero turn mower. can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Commercial quality, professional performance, speeds, durable construction, or great speeds and durable construction are great reasons to choose. They're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payments, and makes choosing a husband zero turn mower better than ever. Zero Meadows Farm better than eighty visit Meadows Eight Eleven with with the right shoes, you can do anything. With the right Which shoes, shoes you can do life. anything. Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes. Or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose. Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step in the field of academics. Help sciences or technical education. Help sciences or technical education. Visit Without SU. Bottom of the seventh inning, we've got ourselves a ball game. Southern Union had a seven to nothing lead, but the Pioneers just put up a five spot in the top of the seventh, and that lead is down to two runs, seven to five our score. And Southern Union will try to clap back at that rally with the top of their lineup. One, two, three men in the order, Sire, Phillips, and Clark do up in the seventh inning against Chandler Brooks. Coming up the bat, number two, Brody Sire. Sire has been on base three times. He let off the game with a double, came around and scored, walked in the fourth and scored again, reached on an error in the fifth. So officially just one for three, but it's been a productive one for three. Out of the leadoff spot for Sire. And he'll try to get things started here in the seventh. Takes a pitch high, it's one and zero. Swung on and hit hard to right. That's going to get all the way to the fence, if not farther. It's out of here. A home run off the bat of Brody Sire, and that's a great answer for Southern Union as they stretch the lead back to three runs on a solo blast. And, Tim, that was a shot. That was a line drive, and that wind was pushing it towards the, the foul. I was never at risk of it going foul, but the, I thought it might knock it down a little bit. But it just did clear the fence and get on out of here. A solo home run for Brody Sire. And the wind, folks, just to give you what it's really doing, uh, the flag out in front of us in right center field, it is blowing from center field to right field. First home run, first RBI of the season for Brody Sire. Couldn't have come at a better time. Phillips. Stands in there now. He takes a strike and a ball. He's got himself in a 1-1 count. Phillips has been on base three three times in four trips. A couple of singles. He was hit by a pitch. He's driven home two. So it's been a – we talked about the good work by Sire. Phillips has 
followed suit. It's been a good offensive day for the top of this Southern Union lineup. Swung on, and there's another line drive in the left, sinking, but it's going to be caught by Starks. Hard hit ball by Phillips, but nothing to show for it on the line drive out to left. Coming up the bat, number 32, Casey Clark. That's out number one here in the seventh. Southern Union leading at eight to five. Just, just added to that lead on the home run by Sire. Go ahead, Adam. You know, it's hard to get into a rhythm when, you, when we were having those problems and everything. I, just fortunately, we had the video feed up, too, for those watching. And Casey Clark swings and misses at a fastball on the outside part of the plate, 0-1 to Clark. Clark, two for four. He singled his last two times up. Takes low and in all the way back to the backstop. And that will make it one and one to the Southern Union first baseman. Pitch swung on and fouled back to the screen. That will bounce back towards the field of play, and Tater will go pick it up. And those watching, you see the shadows continue to creep in about halfway between uh, the pitching rubber and home plate. Mentioned Clark is two for four. He came into the game as Southern Union's leading hitter, but the average was at 429, so he'll see that go up if he's able to add to his hit total here. Swung on and hit lazy in the air, shallow center field. Miller over towards right, makes the catch for out number two. Brings up the designated hitter, Jake Spivey. Spivey one for two. A walk, a sacrifice fly RBI. A base hit. Is that a ball, Adam? Yeah. He takes a ball. A little up and in. That one broke across the plate. It looked like a sharp slider right there that was right through there. It's one-on-one. And one. It, he did a good job taking that pitch. One of those that was up in the zone and fooled him. That one low and away, so it's two and one to Spivey. That one missed low and in. No two pitches in the same spot here for Brooks in this at bat. He's been trying to work all parts of the plate, but he hasn't been able to locate it. Three and one is the count. Swung on and chopped down the third baseline foul. So that'll run the count full to Spivey. Pitch is up and in, and he draws a walk with two outs. Coming up the bat, number one, Cole Zach. Second walk of the day for Spivey. Mm -hmm. 
Cole Zach will hit with a runner at first and two outs for Southern Union. One run in on the solo home run by Sire to lead things off here in the seventh. It's eight to five, Southern Union leading it. Throw over to first, and Spivey dives back. We talked about it last inning, but Southern Union has been very aggressive on the base paths. We'll keep an eye on Spivey over there with two outs. He flinched but stays. Pitch is high to Zach, and it's 1-0. and Zach's been fighting it at the plate today. 0 for 4. Throw over to first. Spivey dives back. A little bit of a closer play there, but he was back safely. I know Cole's dad's watching this afternoon. Runner does go. The ball bounces on the throw. The tag is in time anyway. That ball bounced twice before it got to the bag, but it was right on the bag when it got there. And Flannery laid the tag on Spivey, and he is out number three in the seventh. But the Bison add to their lead with the solo home run by Sire. We go to the top of the eighth. Eight to five. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's Planning education, for or for the legacy you want to leave your family, education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family, we are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have a certain deeply rooted in Randolph County and have a certain situation looks like. The Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. Ask any question to your needs and achieve your goals. Ask any question to your needs and achieve your goals. With the right shoes, you can do anything. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Maybe you want to step into a pair of your shoes. Maybe you want to step into a pair of meeting your red high heels. Or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. But your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, no matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you in the fields of academics. Help choose a career technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. You can't spell success without SU. Top of the eighth inning, Southern Union leading at eight to five. And the Bison go to the man that's been put in charge of closing games. Andrew Cronin comes in. And we talked about how Logan Ross hadn't given up a, a run all year. Cronin in that same boat, two and two thirds inning pitched in two appearances prior to today. Just one hit allowed, seven strikeouts and zero runs allowed in that time. So the winning formula really for Southern Union has been Ross to Cronin. And so here we had to have Maynard sort of build a bridge to those two, but Cronin's out there to try to shut the door on this eight to five lead for Southern Union. Cronin a right-hander. And he will face the two, three, four spots in the order for the Pioneers, Starks, Miller, and Copeland. Do up. And let's hope they have an e easier time of it than they did in the last inning. Beautiful pitch. Called strike, breaking ball outside corner. 0-1 to Starks. He drops down sidearm. Starks grounds it weakly towards second. 
Cronin cuts it off, feeds first, and gets the out. Collins was charging hard, but that ball was hit so weakly. Cronin had time to get off the mound, field it, and scoop it over to first for out number one. And a much better start to the eighth. In the seventh, the Pioneers sent five men to the first five men to the plate, reached, and all of them came around to score. And Miller takes low and away for ball one. Miller was part of that. He singled, came around to score the second run last inning. Pitch is way outside. And it's 2-0. to the Pioneer center fielder. Tim, I believe that was a little confusion between the catcher and the pitcher on where the location on that one. Swung on and missed. Good recovery there by Cronin. He came back inside after missing way away. And now it's two and one. Other sidearm delivery. That one stays off the plate outside, and it's three and one. Pitch paints the corner on the outside to run the count full. He's been in and out. He's changing arm angles, not making anything easy on these hitters. And Andrew Cronin comes home with a 3-2 pitch, swing and a miss, strike three. So Cronin battles back after falling behind 3-1 and gets the strikeout for out number two. And that'll bring up Aaron Copeland, the third baseman. One for two, a single, a walk, and one of those runs scored in the seventh. First pitch to him, sidearm, swing and a miss. In under his hands, and Copeland couldn't get around on it. It's 0-1. Drops down again, grounded back up the middle. That's going to get off the glove of Collins and into center field. Big wide turn at first, but they get it back quickly and hold him to a single. Copeland thought about making a run for second there, but he thought better of it, and that was the smart choice as Sire was in quickly to get that ball and get it back to the infield. Collins almost made a spectacular play, diving towards the second base bag with his backhand, but it's a base hit. And that breaking ball to him stayed upstairs. And Jonas is the hitter. Ahead in the count, 1-0. and oh. Sidearm called strike, 1-1. One
one from Cronin, drops down again, swing and a miss. That pitch might have been low, but he chased it. And Jonas is behind in the count now, one and two. Jonas 0 for two today with a walk and a run scored. Pitch swung on, hit weakly. Again, Cronin pulled his glove back, let it get to second. And almost a wild throw, but Collins makes the throw. Clark makes the catch, and that's out number three. A little bit more adventurous than they would have liked, but they get the job done anyway. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left for the Pioneers in the eighth. We go to the bottom half, still eight to five. It's Southern 1892, Union. the Randolph Leader has been the local news source the Randolph, Randolph Leader has you been can find the it all in the Randolph Leader, Randolph including County. local you news, find it community all in the Randolph events, and of course, Leader, including local sports. news. Get community events. sent to your mailbox each week. Sports. Subscribe to our e-edition by subscribe to our e-edition by calling 3-3-4 or visiting the Randolph Leader dot Chances are visiting you know Randolph Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on, and it's Husqvarna's time to get the end of season clearance sale is on. You may not be on. celebrating the end of summer, the but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and give you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get less. Enjoy legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory. Expert advice and superior operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in! This sale is on for a limited time. And participating Husqvarna dealers visit Meadows Farm Equipment. Husqvarna dealers visit Meadows Farm Equipment. Or Meadows Farm Equipment Road in or Meadows Farm Equipment.com. Eight to five, our score. Southern Union leading Spartanburg Methodist. Pioneers have made the trip down from South Carolina to participate in the Southern Union Invitational all weekend. Four teams here. Spartanburg Methodist, Chattahoochee Valley, and John A. Logan, the other, other three. And it'll be a sure enough round robin. All these teams will face each other today, tomorrow, and Sunday. And Southern Union trying to get the weekend started off right with an 8-5 to five lead as they bat in the bottom of the eighth. And Cole Zach will lead things off. He was at the plate when Spivey was thrown out trying to steal for out number three in the seventh. He still faces Chandler Brooks, who's done a good job in relief for the Pioneers. He came on back in the fourth inning, and he's given up three runs, but only one of those was earned. And this has been his longest outing of the season. He bounces one up there. And that's 2-0. Two, oh. two balls, no strikes to Cole Zach. One one. <laughs> one ball, one strike. Pitch is low and in. It's two and one now. To Zach, as I said, when he came up last inning, 0 for 4. He would certainly feel better about his day if he could contribute to this offense. And he takes a pitch high and away, three and one. Zach, the only man in the lineup who hasn't been on base. He 
He certainly would like to change that right here. Another ball will do the trick. Pitch called strike at the knees. And it's a full count. Three-two pitch, swung on and fouled off on the ground, first base side. Zach came into the day hitting 133 for the season. Two hits and 15 at bats, but one of those hits was a home run. He'll see another 3-2 pitch from Chandler Brooks. Here it comes. Swung on, back up the middle, and through into center field for a base hit. So Zach does join the hit parade for the Bison, and he's on with a leadoff single. Coming up the bat, number 15, Austin. That'll bring up the catcher, Austin Brewer. Ninth hit of the day for Southern Union. First for Zach. And Brewer will step to the plate. Takes a high breaking ball. One and oh the count. Brewer walked, came around to score back in the fifth. Throw over to first. Zach is back. Brewer's been on base with that walk. Still looking for his first hit, though. He's reached on an error. Hit into a fielder's choice and struck out. He takes one there. Out of zone, 2-0. and Pitch, swung on, hit in the air. Foul territory right side. Will it stay in play? It will not. Everybody giving chase over there. Pruitt. At first, Young out in right field. But nobody could get to it. It was out of play. I think that's a new second baseman. I believe that's number seven, Dayton Brune. They pinch hit for Vasquez. And I do believe I saw a seven on the back of that shirt for the second baseman as he was trotting back to his position. If that's not correct, I'll fix it. Runner goes. Throw down, and it is going to be right on the money. That is Brune, who fielded it but dropped it, and Zach is safe. Boy, a great throw there by Tater Goodson. Put it right on him, but Brune in there as a defensive replacement for Vasquez couldn't field the throw. Now, my, the runner might have shielded him from that, too. The ball and the runner sort of arrived at the same time simultaneously, and that could have factored into how well Brune was able to get his glove on that ball, but it's a stolen base for Zach nonetheless. Pitch is up and away, and ball four. And the Bison are in business here in the eighth. Runners at first and second, and nobody out. Thomas Collins. 
Second walk of the day for Brewer. Thomas Collins, the second baseman. Step to the plate with a chance to drive home a run, do some damage here. Zach at second, Brewer at first. Nobody out. The pitch, bunt shown, laid down right back to the pitcher. He doesn't look anywhere else, throws over to first and gets it for sure out. So the sacrifice for Collins works. Runners advance to second and third. Zach got a good jump from second base. As soon as the bunt was laid down, he was off and running. I don't think even though that ball was right back to the, to the pitcher, he would not have had a play at third or second. He, he made the right call just going to first and not even worrying about those other runners. And the infield comes in for the Pioneers, trying to cut off any more runs for Southern Union. And we've got a pinch hitter for Will Kelly. This is number eight, Cooper Schwalbach. Schwalbach comes off the bench with a chance to drive home a couple. One out, runners at second and third. He puts the bat on it and fouls it off right at the plate. And that'll make the count one and two to Schwalbach. Looking for his first hit of the season, 0 for 4 so far this year. This would be the perfect time for it. Swung on and hit in the air to right center field. They're going to go back, and they're not going to get to it. That is going to score two runs. Schwalbach on his horse thinking about three. Slams on the brakes, though, at second, and it's a two-run double. Pinch hit double for Cooper Schwalbach, and it's a 10-5 lead for Southern Union. So Schwalbach comes off the bench on a one-two pitch and blasts one into right center field over everybody's head and drives home a couple. That a way to come off the bench swinging. On a chilly day, that's a lot harder than it looks, folks, and that's going to be probably the end of the line for Chandler Brooks, and it will be. The signal has been made to the bullpen, and we will get a pitching change for the Pioneers. We'll take a break. Come back and tell you no all about it. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future no can what seem daunting or situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even a legacy requires planning for retirement, education, or the way the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. Get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. Go deep to ask any questions or to set an appointment to reach out to Dan Knowles at 205 
The Car Clinic, Main Street, Downtown Roanoke. The Car Their Clinic, motto, Main you Street, pay in Downtown Roanoke. Seven Their motto, you pay in We Spray. Last car is gone. Seven days Get your car, nine a.m. or the last car is gone. Buy the professional truck at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride on Main Street just came off the showroom Make your ride seven days a week. Just came off the showroom Seven days a week. You pay in We Spray from the Car Clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving barbecue, barbecue long. Specializing in our smoked meats, daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything meatloaf, daily specials Monday through Friday. A family-owned and operated business sides are all dollar each. Two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only fifty cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, hot or mild, only fifty cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, ten thirty-seven Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or check your order. To 832-580-3581. Right-hander Josh Fenton, the third pitcher of the day for the Pioneers. He comes on with a runner at second. One out after the two-run double by Schwalbach chased Chandler Brooks. Fenton making his first appearance of the season for the Pioneers. They've only played four games, so there's probably several guys on their staff that will see their first action this weekend. And Fenton, one of them, right here. He'll face Caleb McGinnis, the third baseman for the Bison. As Southern Union now leads it 10-5 after the pinch hit two-run double by Schwalbach here in the eighth. Schwalbach's first hit, first two RBIs of the year. Pitch from Fenton. Bounces up there. And it's 1-0 to McGinnis. McGinnis 0 for 2 officially. He's been on base twice. He's walked. Walked in the second. Was hit by a pitch in the fourth and came around to score a run. Here's the 1-0. Fastball stays up. It's 2-0. And I will tell you, Tim, it is uh, in the shade. It is very cool, and you can feel that wind. Yeah, I, I have all the admiration in the world for these fans sitting in this shaded seating area. Those are your diehards. Pitch is low and away to McGinnis, and it's 3-0. and But they're lined on the hill in their cars. In the sun. <laughs> That's the place to be right there. 3-0 pitch. And a four straight out of the zone. McGinnis draws another walk. Coming up the bat, number two, Brody Sire. That puts runners at first and second with one out. And back to the top of the order for Brody Sire. I always like watching these folks down the third base side. There's At the start of the day, there's a patch of sun in the seating area on the third base side. And you'll see them all just sort of gravitate until it just goes away. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's all in the shade. And anywhere in the, the stadium seating here, there is no sun. Right now, they, uh, right. that's all gone now. Gone. So Sire has had a very good day at the plate. Tell you all about it after this pitch. 
Benton comes home. Slow breaking ball, called strike. It's 0-1 to Sire. Sire led off the game with a double, came around and scored. Walked and scored in the fourth, and then hit a solo home run in the seventh. Officially two for four. With an RBI, three runs scored. That's what you want out of your leadoff man right there. Sire has done the job today. Swung on and hit on the ground a second. Could be two. Throw to first. I mean, excuse me, the second by Brune is all they're going to get. So Schwalbach moves up to third. McGinnis out on the fielder's choice. And Sire now at first with two outs. That ball wasn't hit that hard. It wasn't really what you would call a double play ball. But Brune fed Flannery, and they got the out on the lead runner. And Clayton Phillips will hit. Pitch is low and away. One ball, no strikes to Phillips. Runner goes from first. They just let him go. They don't want to risk letting that runner come home from third. So Sire down to second with a stolen base. And a 2-0 count now on Phillips. And runners at second and third with two outs. Phillips takes low and away, 3-0. Benton has had trouble locating the zone since he came on. See how they play at 3-0. I'm guessing he's going to be taken all the way here. He is called strike at the letters outside corner. Phillips thought it might have been high. Took a couple steps towards first, but pivots and gets back in the box. Waits for the 3-1. Here it is. That one is low and away in ball four. So the bases are loaded now with two outs. Phillips at first, Sire at second. Schwalbach down at third. Casey Clark, the batter. Clark two for five, couple of singles. Pitch is low and in. Clark lays off. And it's 1-0. and Gapper here would make Southern Union feel very good about life going into the ninth. Swung on and hit into the gap. The runner, no, but Miller's going to get over there and make the catch, and that's out number three. He almost, he almost, I almost spoke it into existence there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. 
But that's out number three, and we will go to the ninth, though. Good, good inning for Southern Union. They put two on the board in the eighth. It's 10 to 5. Southern Union League. The grass is growing and it's the best time of year to get a new the zero grass is growing and it's the best time of year to get a new zero tackling any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide job with commercial quality and professional construction are great reasons to choose us for and there's more construction are great reasons to choose us for five years. Low monthly payment you want to choose a five years low monthly payment finders and that makes choosing a us for a zero at 85 better than a visit to Alabama Farmer. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family at Cementeta Education. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County, and having looks like the Knowles Group can help get you here. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in a question or set an appointment. Reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-417-4459. Reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-417-4459. Ninth inning, and Andrew Cronin's going to try to close the door. Southern Union leads at 10 to 5 against Spartanburg Methodist here in the opening game of the Southern Union Invitational. Three days, four teams, a round robin. Two games each day. This is the first one today. They'll play another one after this one. Southern Union not playing in that game. It'll be Chattahoochee Valley and John A. Logan in the second game today. Southern Union will take the field again at noon tomorrow against John A. Logan, and they will play at 3 on Sunday against Chattahoochee Valley. First pitch from Cronin to Goodson is low and in for ball one. 1-0 pitch, low and away, it's 2-0. Goodson, the catcher. 0-1, he's drawn a couple of walks. He scored a run in the seventh. All of the Pioneers' runs came in that seventh inning. Five runners reached to start the inning, and they all came around to score. Goodson takes a strike. And you take that one inning out of the picture, and it's been a dominant performance pitching-wise. Logan Ross in line to win his second game of the season. Nice breaking ball by Cronin. Called strike, two and two now the count. Swung on line over third and into left field. That's not Kelly in left field anymore. But it's gonna be a double. I believe that's that Schwalbach out there. He was the one that pinch hit. At any rate, it's a double for Goodson to lead things off here in the ninth. I believe that is Schwalbach out there. That Schwalbach came on and pinch hit for Kelly and got that two-run double, and he's – Stayed in the game defensively for the Bison. So runner at second. Nobody out. Jordan Young at the plate. Cronin starts him off with a breaking ball. Called strike outside corner. Cronin in line for his third save. If he can 
finish things off here in the ninth. Throw back to second. Nobody there. He didn't throw it. He faked it. Faked me out. One pitch on the way. Cronin drops down. We've seen that sidearm delivery. It's been kind of a 50-50 split. He's done that just as much as he's come over the top. That pitch stays low and away, and that evens the count at one and one. Cronin comes set, delivers, called strike. It looked like he crossed up to catcher there. Brewer had to sort of reach back with the mitt. He did a good job to adjust to a pitch I don't think he was looking for, but it came in across the plate, called strike, and it's one and two. May have been some crossed-up signals with a runner at second. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on and missed. Big out here in the ninth as Phillips, excuse me, Young goes down swinging. Third strikeout of the day for Jordan Young. And that's one out here in the ninth as Hunter Pruitt, the first baseman, will bat. Pruitt 0 for 3. He did reach on an error back in the seventh. That was that error by Phillips, who was receiving a throw on what might have been a double play. But Phillips dropped that ball and allowed Pruitt to reach base. Pruitt swung and missed at the first. He takes a nice breaking ball from Cronin, and he's down in the count 0 and 2. That breaking ball has been sharp. The over-the-top breaking ball, I should say. There's been two versions of it. He drops down and throws the sidearm there, and it's hit in the air to center field. Sire's got a range towards left, but he's going to get there and make the catch, and that's out number two in the ninth. This will be the first at-bat for Brune. After he came on as a defensive replacement at second base. He sees that sidearm delivery, waves at it, and he's in the hole 0-1. Dayton Brune. Batting in the number nine spot. With two outs and a runner at second, top of the ninth. Southern Union one out away from winning this ball game, and they're probably going to get it right here. Fly ball to right. Zach camps out underneath it, puts it away, and Southern Union comes away with a first game victory in the Southern Union Invitational, 10 to 5. Our final score, we'll talk about the way they got there when we take a break 
With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of high heels, or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you choose. Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the field of you can't spell success without SU. Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, Randolph Leader, including Leader News, your mailbox each week, of course, subscribe to our edition Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to eight one nine or visiting theRandolphLeader.com. Chances are someone you know is visiting theRandolphLeader.com. Today and Chances find out are who someone is. you know is in the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Southern Union, a 10-5 winner in the first game of the Southern Union Invitational. They defeat Spartanburg Methodist in this opening contest. And really the story of the game for me was Logan Ross, a starting pitcher for Southern Union. He went six innings plus. He, he worked into the seventh not getting out in the seventh and was charged with four runs, but that's a little bit misleading. All of those runs scored after he was already out of the ball game, although those runs were charged to him. But Ross was perfect through the first four innings, allowed just one run, one hit through the first five and picked up his second win of the season for Southern Union, which raises its record to three and three overall with the victory at the plate, the Bison really led by leadoff man Brody Sire, who went three for six, excuse me, three for five, a walk, a home run, a double, three runs scored. And Sire really set the tone from the leadoff spot, even from the opening inning when he led off the game with a double. So a good start to the Southern Union Invitational for the Bison. We'll be back with you tomorrow at noon as Southern Union returns to take on John A. Logan, and then we'll have the, the game on Sunday as well. 3 p.m. start with Southern Union taking on Chattahoochee Valley. Adam, any final thoughts tonight? Well, I just uh, want to apologize to everybody for the uh, audio difficulties we had. Thanks for those that uh, were able to uh, pick up the video feed. We didn't have any issues with the video feed this afternoon, uh, and uh, hopefully we got those things worked out. Uh, but I appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. Uh, just some programming notes. You've already gone over the baseball schedule here uh, for tomorrow and Sunday. Uh, tonight there was supposed to be a men's and women's doubleheader basketball uh, at the arena against Wallace Hansville. Wallace Hansville, the girls game was canceled or postponed and the boys scheduled to tip at 7.30 have moved that game time to 7 o'clock. We'll have that uh, for you on the iSchool Sports Network uh, tonight. Uh, Kyle Richardson will be in the house with a call uh, for that. And then uh, staying in tune with Southern Union, uh, congratulations to the Lady Bison today down in a tournament at uh, Gulf Shores. Uh, they win both of their games uh, today against uh, Coastal Alabama East and Bishop State. And uh, tomorrow they will take on at 12.15 John A. Logan. At uh, 2.30 they'll take on Coastal Alabama South. Talk about the mascot challenge one more time. You led me right to it. You're on the same page. Don't forget about the mascot challenge. Log on to Twitter. Find the Alabama Community College Conference, ACCC, page on Twitter, and look for the Southern Union Bison on the mascot challenge and vote for the Bison. They're the number one seed in that mascot challenge. They're on, taking on the 17th seed 
I can't remember who the opponent is in this first round. But the Bison have won this challenge two years in a row, and they want to make it a third. So get on there and vote for your Bison as a mascot challenge in the Alabama Community College Conference. And one final programming note. Tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock on the iSchool Sports Network under Hanley Tiger Basketball. The Lady Tigers finally going to get to play in the regional semifinals, uh, and, and I'm going to knock on wood when I say that uh, because they are still awaiting uh, the victor between New Hope and St. John Paul II. Uh, and they're playing supposedly sometime today, and the winner of that will face the Hanley Lady Tigers. So uh, that will be on the iSchool Sports Network under the Hanley Basketball logo. Uh, we'll have the live stream on NFHS. I'll have the audio call for you while you'll be over here, and uh, and then hopefully you'll get out of here in time and uh, maybe catch some of some of the second half. But uh, we're we're kind of stretched a little bit this weekend, and. Uh, but uh, that's, that, that is the lineup this weekend. So just go to iSchoolSportsNetwork.com and you'll see our logos across the page uh, for each individual specific sport. Southern Union will have an athletics logo. You click there and it'll take you to the Southern Union page and then you pick the one that uh, you want to watch or listen to. Now, thanks for watching and listening today. Again, Southern Union, a 10-5 winner over Spartanburg Methodist. And... We will see you again tomorrow right here from Bison Field. So long, everybody.